last time on whatever we're calling this game because it's the Godstone Improvisions featuring Moxie and members of K-Cell. We were talking about the upcoming heist. Alright, so we, we have a good idea. The problem is none of us are good talkers. I mean, Iskra is the best at two pips and also is untrustworthy. So let, um, let's talk about what this idea is because I think the listeners and also Jeremy in the intervening week might have forgotten what your grand scheme was. We had uh, kind of been working against the Foghounds. We, we'd sort of try to set them up as like kind of the fall guys for some of our illicit activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and more recently, we had the idea that we could potentially sort of cozy up to the Foghounds a little bit and try and split territory with them set aside a lot of the city for ourselves and then give them their own space to work in so that we don't go more into war with them uh, than we would need to. I think that was what was being proposed. The idea was that we could split territory with potentially giving them the docks since they're already sort of like seafaring type people. So they could deal with illicit goods coming into uh, Duskfall and then we would kind of handle distribution within Duskfall. Uh, and that could potentially be a positive relationship for both of us and uh, would prevent additional sort of um, animosity between our groups. Is that a decent summary? Yeah, it works. Kevin, yep. I remember this was a lot of your your thinking. So Yep, I'm just finding the problem with it now, which is that we don't have a good face. Yeah, uh, like you would definitely need someone to negotiate this on your side, as well as like, a broker to approach them and get them to meet y'all at Tangletown. Because uh, y'all had discussed wanting to use Tangletown as a place to like hash out the details. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and point out that you have like turf in the docks mm-hmm. in the form of Briscoes and a contact, like your one contact is in the docks for Sarah. So if y'all gave... <laughs> Like, if y'all gave the docks to Foghounds, I'm just going to say it up front, y'all would lose that contact and that turf. No, no, no. We're not giving them the docks. We're giving them all trade into the city. And we're taking all trade intra-city. So, they get all the trade, you know, ships coming in and out, and and, and smuggling things into the city, and we get all the smuggling within the city and we agree to while we both have turf on the docks we're not going to bother their turf at the docks it's going to be more of not quite neutral ground if they come into our warehouse or our noodle palace or whatever we've got down there we'll kick their teeth in but they don't bother us we don't bother them kind of agreement because we secure more contacts like you know if we get somebody in charter hall who needs whale penises they're gonna need to be this they're gonna we need to go to them to source them yeah and if they find a big supply of you know horse dongs <laughs> we'll help them find a place to, to deliver them inside yeah this is a very oddly specific um trafficking that we're doing here oh. we're, we're gonna start bad dragon in duskfall oh bad leviathan actually <laughs> nice there we go I'm so afraid to ask let's talk just, just google it when no one's looking <laughs> Alright, so y'all are tier 2 with weak hold. They are tier 1 with weak hold. They're pretty beat up after everything that's happened to them. I believe they've got three boats left total of the fleet that they had. They were trying to secure some more boats 
in the auction, and I think we all know how that went. Uh, voicing my my concern again is that this is going to involve negotiations, and we have no one as good at that. So yeah, what is what it what tick is negotiation? Is that like command? I think it's sway. I mean, it, it kind of depends. It's it's all the resolve. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it depends resolve. on how you're trying to do it, for sure. Yeah, well, Sprig's real bad at that. Yeah, so it's consort command sway. A tune? What about a tune? Probably not. Do you, if you could uh, tell me how you're using a tune to convince I'm, someone to take a bad yeah. deal like this, but... gonna get their grandparents to tell them they should. <laughs> their dead might, old grandparents. That might backfire depending on how their relationship is with their grandparents. <laughs> I mean, as soon as their grandparents show up, they freak out, like by necessity of the game mechanics. I so. mean, that's true. I thought you were trying to avoid a war with them. Are we, though? Are we? That's what y'all told me. I mean, that's what I said, because as I was saying it, I was like, why are we giving them anything? Because war sucks? No, no, but but they don't even know it was us. They're starting to get an idea, though. Yeah, but, you know, all of a sudden, all their people are dead. I I mean, look, the other option is we just wipe them out. Which we're all better at. It just feels. It does not feel very in spirit with our organization. What do you mean that we leave no survivors behind? No, that was Moxie. No, well, but that's what we've done so far. Better than Moxie. Uh, okay, but it wasn't <laughs> it's true. Can I point out? It was not supposed to be leave no survivors. It was leave no bodies. Yeah, well, we left a lot of bodies, but we left no survivors. We didn't leave all the when, bodies when we went to the train station. Yeah. I, I don't remember bringing a body. Did you bring some bodies home, Isra? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Of course I did. That's why that, that boat we stashed had such a weird stank to it. Ugh. That was the cleaning fluid. It was necessary. <laughs> Isra. <laughs> yeah, so today we're talking about a heist being something related to our relationship with the Foghounds. Um... I mean, I feel like if we go to them and talk, talk to them about Tangletown, do we have to admit our prior wrongs that we've done to them? No. Not necessarily. I so, mean, yo, so let's talk about the beef that uh, they have with you right now. So they wanted to buy some boats and they got kicked out. They weren't able to buy the boats because Virgil got into a fist fight with them. That is not hap- That didn't happen. That did, yes, that's, it did. That's their perception of reality. Because well, it's true. Because but Goalie called himself Virgil and got into a fist fight with them. Right. Oh, okay. I see. Gully with the name Virgil yes. stamped on his head. Uh, they've had that beef. I've got a feeling like these guys aren't the brightest, you know, godstones in the box. But, like, they were to pick up a shipment of godstones, and now all of a sudden their boss is dead, <laughs> their boat is gone, and y'all are selling godstones to their former client. Eventually, yeah. they'll probably be putting two and two together. Hence the nip in the butt, you know? I yeah. think it's nip in the bud. What did I say? <laughs> so, Iskra... You got any good poisons that you've worked I up? Have I know we've tried so this so poisons. many times. <laughs> Early on in our time together, Eskra. My time you has told come. Us, you told us all about your poisons, how great they were. And they have failed more times than I can count when we were rolling with Moxie. That is because but, I have bad aim, not because I have bad poisons. Okay. So I, I, I turn to the other guys and be like, all right, we all know Eskra. We all... 
Love? Love is a strong word. We all respect Iskra's ability to take any of our lives away at any moment. Wouldn't it be great if we direct this force that we call Iskra, who would, you know, probably be giving me gills in my sleep if we didn't have another job for her to do? Let's just kind of poison these people. Like, we don't have to make them dead. We don't have to kill them if they're simply mentally incapable of being angry with us anymore. If they don't have the capacity to put two and two together. If they were, for example, no longer capable of human thought. If they all became sea people. I mean. There's so many gills that you can give these guys. so many ways I can change their minds. Did you know you can put the hormones of another creature directly into the brain of a human being? And it just really fucks things up? Love it. Can can we create a race of sea people with lower mental capacity who will serve us out of the Falkhounds? I don't know about the servitude bit, but reducing a person's mental capacity is actually pretty easy to do. Can we make them um, highly suggestible? Mm, I could do that. Suggestibility is a little... Not uh, the record show that Milo's is somehow the voice of reason here. <laughs> And I could absolutely give them gills and fins and alter their skin and... Step one, we knock them all out. Removing their thumbs would do a lot to render them helpless. Step two, we give them gills while they're asleep. Okay. Step. I don't want. I don't want to get them killed. We let's let's try to steer back towards something reasonable. How is this not reasonable? I could take their thumbs. (laughs) That's not going to make them less at war with us. It. It would make them less able to use tools like weapons. You ever try to pick up a sword without using your thumb? We could lobotomize all of them. I mean, that's also true. I mean, that just really requires a thin rod of metal, which I already have literally right here in my hand, and some patience and some way of holding them still, which if they're unconscious, they're already like that, so... And well, right. Why don't we like forcefully sterilize them because they're undesirables? Really, just get this genocide. <laughs> it's not a genocide. It's just against these specific people. Dolly got any ideas? Milo, what's your thought? Since you think we quiet. shouldn't do this, yeah, I'm not really a talking guy either. I, um, <laughs> you know, it's a delicate situation. I certainly don't want to break out in a war with these nerds either. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like there's really much we can do other than. Meet him over a couple a couple beers and briscoes and just hash it up. But see, if we aren't admitting that we did anything wrong to them, what are we hashing out? Do we want to try and, like, recruit these guys? They're the same... Aren't they the same tier as us? Uh, no, no, they're no, a lower no. tier. Like, they're tier one with a weak hold. A strong breeze will knock these guys out of the running. Now, there's oh, an what? idea. They're very much on their back feet right now. They've lost most of their leadership. They've lost one of their boats. They're on their back foot already. Why don't Why don't we recruit them? Yeah, this as is a buyout, man. Corporate buyout. Can we have multiple um, cohorts? Again. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a made-up fantasy game. There is no reason not to. We can do what we want. Nothing matters. Including, we can give recruiting them all them, goes. Recruiting them also requires someone who can talk good. Yeah. And that's, that, that's also true. That's the hang up. Another way that if so, um, so y'all know some things that they desire. If you're trying to cool the heat, giving them something that they want would go a long way in helping them. Uh, in, you know, like offering an olive branch. I don't, maybe that would be a little bit more 
in your capabilities. What do they want? Well, uh, after the Foghound got eaten, uh, Freik, Goalie's contact, uh, the locksmith, had mentioned that the Foghounds were looking for a new ship capable of crossing the Void Sea, and there was a rumor that there was a lucrative contract that they were trying to complete, and they needed that ship a ship to do that. That ship had been the Foghound, but now that that's gone, they needed something else. Um, and they tried to buy one of our ships, and, uh, Gully kinda... No, let's not be pointing fingers here. I'm pointing a finger directly at Gully, in fact, touching his eyeball. So if y'all could find a way to secure a ship for them, that would definitely put y'all in their good graces and go a long way in cooling any turmoil that was going on there. And that would feed into what they already know, but not what they already suspect, because Gully can just say, hey, I feel bad about what had happened at the auction. It was genuinely not my intent. I was trying to sober you up, and it went awry. So why don't we do a heist together to steal a boat so you can have one? Sounds like a plan to me. We will be better at that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Petty theft is uh, where we're good at. I think that well. stealing a ship <laughs> is not... That's a little bit farther beyond petty theft. Grand theft, nautical. Yeah. <laughs> who bought... Who was the third person who bought... It was Ulf Ironborn, Strangford... Oh, Sophia. Oh, and the Circle of Flame. And the Circle of Flame. Yeah. Let's so, steal it I mean, from it, them. <laughs> yeah. Milos has no you know, loyalty to Sophia. It would be pretty funny to, to buy, sell them a ship and then steal it. Maybe And maybe that's why we need the fog counts, because we can't, we can't be seen. We can like orchestrate it, but we can't be seen doing it. It would be pretty bad for business. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, Sophia's not in Moxie anymore. She's outgrown Moxie. Yeah, I guess that's true. Moxie is kind of disbanded, so... I agree, that's a better, slightly better heist, I guess. We are better at stealing things than convincing people of things. Alright, so the plan, as I take it, is to uh, find the boat that the Circle of Blue Flame bought from y'all, steal it back. Uh, yeah, I mean, or Strangford. If Strangford is easier, uh, I just, I don't, I, I, Milo's will veto stealing from Old Ironborn, but either of the other two would be fine. So which way are y'all uh, leaning then? I think it would be funnier. Well, we should we should gather some. It would be funnier, but if again we should gather or do a setup roll and see which is actually more accessible. Okay, that's fair. The one is in like Fort Knox, and one is in like Tampa. I'm going to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that sounds like some gather information rolls. Mm. I can I can make one. All right, how are you going about trying to uh, find these boats? Uh, I'm hunting, gathering information. Uh, about occasion movement of a target. Okay. Two of four and a one. Four. Okay. Uh, so the mixed success, uh, was there one in particular you were focusing on? Strangford. Strangford? All right. Uh, so you are able to find that boat. So Strangford's boat is uh, docked next to the Summer of George. It's currently undergoing like an inspection and, you know, uh, overhaul. Yeah. It, it's not like dry docked or anything. Like you, like it looks like they're doing some sort of renovation to the inside of it, but that it would probably still work. I figured someone else was going to roll, and uh... I've also got three pips in finesse, so I might try to get the person who ran the auction for us. I don't remember their name. Sabina, Sabina half off. Sabina half off. I might hunt her down and try to finesse that information out of her. 
just very casually, like, you know, I wanted to see my baby again, just to say goodbye. Um, and I, I saw what Strangford's doing, love the renovations there, but I wasn't able to see where Sophia put hers. Okay. That doesn't sound like a finesse, though. How is that not finesse? <laughs> I used I used the word finesse employee like subtle misdirection. Subtle so misdirection, were, Jeremy. So we're we're deciding where the boats are, right? Yes. And we got Lord Strangford's. Yes. And the other one is so is the Circle of Blue Flames. Yes. I've got an idea. Okay. I'm assuming that uh, Cliff Claw still does goes to his underground boxing arena, right? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I've got pretty good skirmish, which is, uh, you know, fight with an opponent in close combat. Could I skirmish <laughs> with Cliff Claw and uh, have uh, some side conversation with him about uh, where this boat might be at? Just beat the information out of him in the ring? Yeah, you know, I show up and be like, hey, long time no see. Why don't we spar? And like, while we're sparring, like, we talk. Um, I mean, that sounds doable to me. Yeah. Oh, you love that slide. I don't know if he was too forthright about where he went to do this, but it can't be that hard to find. You guys have known each other, what, like a year now? So, yeah, I'm He's sure you could do that. not hard to follow. I'm sure Iskra knows where he went. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted me to do a survey role or something to find Just follow out his woman around. where he is. No. There he is. On, on I don't think it, it did ever come up that we wow. went to his uh, stress-reducing place. but I mean, I'm sure not, but, I mean, you know this guy. It's not like you guys cut contact after season one. Right. Like, we like, hey, let's go box. Let's go boxing together. You know, something like that. Yeah, I could go for this. Um, so why don't you? Uh, why don't you make that skirmish roll? I go down there and like you know say we're gonna spar, and this is how how good of a sparring match it is. Yeah. Four, four, and one. So another makes success. He finds out where it is, but also loses three teeth. <laughs> it's okay. Escrow can hook me up. <laughs> It's be eel teeth, get though. some more eel teeth. They don't have to be eel teeth. I've got lots. Walrus teeth. Oh my god, yes. Um, or no, hang on. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think that you find some information with this mixed success, but it's not exactly the information that you wanted. Uh, because, uh, like, when you start catching up with Cliff after, you know, y'all are in the locker room, like, wiping each other down or whatever. Um, wow. Have you ever been to a gym? <laughs> He's been to a gym, but it's just it, one of those special It concerns ones. me that I feel like you've never... Uh... Uh, so, you, uh, uh, y'all are in the locker room and, like, doing the, like, towel flicks at each other. And, uh, <laughs> but, um... Uh, you bring that up, and, uh, you know, like, you mentioned that, and Cliff kind of nods his head and said, Yeah, no, I, I, I really wish I could, man, but things have kind of gone downhill in the past few months. I, I guess I guess nobody told you. Yeah, we've kind of had a bit of a schism, and Sophia took took half the crew. Yeah, things haven't really been too hot, so, yeah, wow. just can't really help and you. Sophia, she was always born leader of that one. Yeah, you know, she, she kind of took charge in a lot of... A lot of our operations. So unfortunately, she just kind of, you know, threw her weight around, and a lot of people followed her up. I kind of, kind of got out of that scene. I'm more into the politics, you know, upper city politics. So I kind of let her have it. At that point, it's not my game anymore. I like shake my head back and forth. Fancy. You always yeah, well, deserve something good, Cliff. I appreciate that, Virgil. You know, 
and we we had a lot of uh we did a lot of wet work you and i but it just really wasn't my thing you know i just uh never really found my calling in that field so glad to hear things are working out with you and uh what is it these godstone boys you got going now yeah yeah godstone and well you know godstone's enough godstone how'd you uh how'd you guys come up with that name by the way uh no yeah, well you know them those uh those demon rocks i found that sucked in souls just thought that was cool oh yeah those demon rocks you know normal everyday thing see yeah. is that what i'm this is that what i'm talking about virgil i just i can't deal with that it's just you know <laughs> these these gods and these uh you know blue flames and everything stones I'm yeah, so sick just, of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's improving on them and all that stuff. No, no, man. Yeah. Well, it it's was a, good. Uh, to... Yeah, it was good. Good uh, tapping the gloves with you. So to speak. You say, what, what, what did you just say? <laughs> That's a tapping the gloves. It's a boxing term. Sure, man. Whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, you get that general vibe that, like, Sophia just, has... Uh, has a different idea on the direction that uh, the circle should go than uh, Lady Penderlin did. And so, like, they've both kind of led their own groups of the circle off to do different things. A schism happened in my city and I didn't know about it. I mean, there were signs about it. Y'all just weren't paying any well, attention I mean, to them. So. None of them have gills, Iskra, so why would you give a shit? They could true. have gills. It's also true. They all fish with teeth. <laughs> so y'all aren't gonna try to look into Sophia's boat anymore. Y'all are just gonna go for Lord Strangford's. Well, since you can't let me finesse things, you'll let so, you'll let Virgil beat information out of him, but you won't let me use misdirection. So you can use finesse if you wanted to like take it from her, but you were talking to her. That, that finesse is not a talky skill. It's employ a skill. subtle misdirection, handle a vehicle or a mount. So. I'm just saying, if you're really good at finessing something, you can, you've got a lot of hand-eye coordination. You can I get could, a lot of information for people, Tabitha. I could purloin a letter out of her front coat pocket without her even noticing. And that letter could be the delivery address for where the boat sure. should go. A receipt or something. So go ahead and try to roll that. Try to I swear there's a reason I'm cursed. <laughs> Double sixes. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you should give Sophia some kind of a uh, prowess or something to, res to resist this, not on a critical. Yeah. So what you have found is that there is a, uh underground channel uh, that leads below Crow's Foot into the base of the Crow's Nest. And that's where that dock is, that boat is currently docked. Okay. I mean, so that's it's... more or less territory we're already welcome on. And it's also very hidden from prying eyes. Mm. Yeah, although we have to get the foghounds in there to do it. We can't be seen doing it. Why not? Because <laughs> that's really bad for business. Uh, well, they were doing work on the crow's foot last time I was there. Maybe we could dress them up like um, construction workers or delivery folks and uh, sneak them in that way. Maybe a policeman or a Native American. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn it. I set myself up for that one. All right. It's oh. time to stay at the C-R-O-S nest. <laughs> that's not how you spell crows, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's <laughs> cross. <laughs> Whatever. The cross nest. The cross nest. <laughs> the 
Yeah, um, like, <laughs> with, with that critical success, you could lead them inside, mm-hmm. but getting them to navigate the weirdness yeah. of the, you know, the Moxie's Nest would be a lot harder than just having them go up that tunnel and taking the boat. Mm-hmm. Where does the tunnel come out? Uh, it's gonna, well, here, let's go to the crow's foot and find out. Yeah, there's a canal. There's already a canal going underneath that. What you have found then is a hidden dock that is, that's been constructed next or underneath the nest itself. And then if they wanted to, they could enter the canal in, for example, a submersible boat uh, so that it wouldn't be seen and go up to that dock and just sort of... So y'all are going to drive them up there in your semi-sub? Mm. Well, we he's he's right in that we probably shouldn't be yeah, we, doing we need, this. We need, we need a, of... a plausible we need plausible deniability somewhere else. They're also not just going to trust us, so we, we, yeah, we, need, we mean, need some that, skin in the game. That That's going to be a big thing if y'all say, hey, there's this opportunity here. If I was in there, I would feel like that's a big old trap. Are there any members of the Foghounds who are small and slightly crooked looking who could wear one of Iskra's masks and be a double for her with the rest of our crew, whatever we call ourselves, in a different part of the city being visible? Just like going about normal business, doing whatever. I mean, yeah, like I could go down for... A plane like that. Uh, if y'all wanted to, like, y'all could hire body doubles to pretend to be y'all. Yeah. I mean, we could hire body doubles for all of us. It's just that Iskra wears a mask, so she's the easiest one to hide. But she's also the most notable one because she always wears a mask. You know, demons can look like anything. That's true. And, and none of y'all demons. are demons, though. Yeah, but I know some demons, Jeremy. He knows a couple who owe him for all of the... You knew two, and one of them is dead. Oh, that's true. Yeah, (laughs) there aren't just demons hanging out. There's demons everywhere. Are there? I mean, there could be more... Maybe you've met some demons, but those are the only two demons that you know. You didn't know that Tesselin was a demon until pretty late into that campaign. Yeah, because you never tell us any. We never asked. Well, you haven't listened to my prequel novella where I meet a hundred <laughs> demons. I have not. And makes really good friends with all of them. Yeah, they're my best buds. So, <laughs> okay. at the risk of taking up even more time planning, given this game is supposed to not take up time planning. <laughs> Look, well, the problem is, the problem is like, now we're back so, to... So, the, the thing is, is the heist cannot be y'all sending someone else on a heist. No, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Maybe we just have to go get it. And then give it to them. I'd be down with that. Why would they accept that? A horrible trap. (laughs) Yeah, like this sounds like a real bad trap if you're like, hey, why don't you go to our friend's base and steal their boat? If we hired body doubles, so we were, you know, clearly somewhere else and went in and did it ourselves. And then we show up at the Foghound's base with the boat. They're going to be like, why the fuck are we trusting you? Maybe we talk to them about it first and say, hey, uh, so one of the people who bought one of the boats we were selling, we don't actually want her to have that. I mean, like, we could say that y'all met at Tangletown and their demand is we want a boat. And that's why y'all are doing this. I'd be fine with that. That makes more... I like that. I mean, that's a big part of why they're pissed at us is because they were trying to get a boat and we fucked it up. They were more than happy to pay for a boat, and now they don't have a boat. If y'all want to make it up to them, boat. it's boat time. Okay. Find us a boat. I like that. Like that. It's much better. Yeah. So uh, if y'all want to spend three coin for professional body doubles, 
that will give y'all an extra die uh, in the setup roll. Okay, I've got coin. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I've got a coin I could kick in. And the third coin is coming from... And I could put up a coin in as well. All right. Yeah, I'm broke. All right, so we spent the three coins, so uh, you will get one die for luck, one die for the body doubles, another die for Iskra's incredible plan that she got from getting that information. I'll give y'all another die because this is on friendly territory, as y'all talked about. I think I'm going to take one die away just because the Circle of Blue Flame is such a higher tier than y'all are. But that still leaves y'all at three dice. Because the circle is... Let me let me make sure I'm right about that. The circle is currently well, a tier didn't three. Didn't they tier three have strong. a schism? Does that affect their tier? It So the circle was at a tier three strong at, a year ago. And they, after incorporating the blue coats with them, they became a much stronger institution. But now... Lady Penderlin and the rest have pretty much taken the blue coats with them. So now they're both tier three strong once again. So they were briefly stronger, but they, now they're they back were briefly down. stronger, but now they're back down to tier three. So they, they're just one tier higher than you. You're tier two weak, they're tier three strong. So but that's an that's still a big enough gulf to take one die away. Can anyone think of anything else to add? Uh we do have a boat that can be hidden underwater. I also know my way around boats. So yeah, some skills I can use. Yeah, I'll give y'all a die for that. So that's four dice. Who wants to roll it? Four dice. Four I'll dice. Roll it. All right. So a five. So so y'all are gonna start at a uh, risky position. Hello, it's John. I hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K-Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, So again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, So we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up, so you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of KCell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. Um, As always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tabitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to uh, KSL, available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KSL on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Okay, so thanks again so much, and back to the show. So uh, I think the obvious thing is, uh, so you're going down the, the canal uh, in your semi-sub. You've got it partially submerged going down. What was that look? Why would we only have it partially submerged? Because it's a semi-sub. They get partially submerged. That's why it's a semi-sub. Isn't that true, Kevin? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, semi-subs aren't designed to go fully underwater. So uh, you're going down the uh, the barley, the canal that leads underneath the big square that the Moxie's nest is the center of, or the massive hexagon. Uh, so you uh, go underneath that plaza, 
Y'all have probably been down here before, but I don't think that we've really seen it. The Moxie's Nest, it's made of that, like, weird stone that uh, that y'all had seen on the outside, that kind of obsidian and multifaceted stone. And it continues going down here with the water of the, of the canal lapping around it. Like, you can kind of go on either side of the... Uh, of the Moxie's Nest, and on the southern side, that's where you find uh, this little uh, dock that has been constructed here. It looks old. It looks like uh, this isn't something that the blue flame that the blue flame uh, constructed specifically for this purpose. You know, a lot of people have used the nest as a base of operations over the centuries. But most people <laughs> didn't bother trying to secure this just because people going into the tower tend to get lost. So, uh, in fact, I don't think y'all ever even discovered the entrance to this when y'all were in, or when Moxie was in troll of it. But uh, there is this little dock here. And lo and behold, you do see that light patrol boat uh, tied off there. There are a couple of guards. Um, John, why don't you make a luck roll? I want to see whether it's got uh, blue flame guards or if it's the punch throats guarding it. Is that just 1d6? Yep, just 1d6. So it looks like the punch throats are the ones guarding it. Uh, which makes things harder for y'all because they definitely know who two of y'all are for sure. So, um, so yeah, that's the scene. Uh, the punch throats are carrying some items out of the tower and into, uh, onto the boat. It looks like they're loading up supplies for maybe for a long journey or maybe for they're just moving some stuff out to sell somewhere out in town. It's kind of hard to tell from where you're at. So what's the play, guys? Ooh, how many guards are there? I want to say that there's four punch throats, including Sprig, and three guys just moving product around. All right, well, I like pull pull my mask over my face and uh, see how it's used to in a surprise. Uh, hang, and... hang on, they know us. Okay, well, don't fucking let them see you very well, then. Okay. <laughs> you got, you know, five seconds to come up with a better idea, and, he, and, and Milo raises his rifle. Uh, I've got Black Lotus. Do you want to tell the class what Black Lotus is? <laughs> um, Black Lotus is a resin made from the leaves of a plant, which induces coma-like stupor and visions. So you're going to drug these guys? I'm, I'm, how do I not have just, like, some kind of... Smoke and send that drown powder there. I thought you had a smoke bomb. Well, I've got just a smoke bomb. I mean, I guess that would work to impede their vision. Does anybody want me to throw a smoke bomb? Um, the smoke bomb. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Just, just before you throw the smoke bomb, I will. I will shoot something. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I don't want. I don't want it to obscure my vision. I'm gonna wreck their ability to see the smoke. Okay. Uh, if Kevin is shooting before the smoke bomb goes off, let's see that roll. So, what is it that you're trying to shoot, Kevin? I'm gonna shoot Sprig in the face with electroplasmic ammunition. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you read this thing that you just posted in the chat yeah. about what it does? Uh, it's uh, potent against spirits, but less effective against physical targets. Electrical charge is enough to stun a person, but does very little harm. Uh, can incapacitate can incapacitate a human target. It is especially reactive in the ghost field. Make a four o'clock called attention from the spirit wardens and ticket for every operation in which the ammo is used. Why? Why would you do this? Well, it's better than killing them. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
Let's say four on that shot. A four, a two, and a four. All right. Uh, so so you do it, but at a cost. So yeah, you hit Sprig in the face with this uh, uh, with this electroplasmic shock uh, shot. What does it look like? I think it's just like uh, it's like it's like a taser shotgun shell in in real life. It's like it shoots the bullet shoots up and it's before it hits it like you know instead of the, instead of on the bullet there's just like a ball of electroplasm on it and it just hits his face and like splooges all over it Ew. and then he's like it's all like shocks and he's like Ugh. oh my yeah, god <laughs> and then uh, I was going to suggest that I lose my balance um, as the uh, outcome as the negative effect here. Like fall, like fall into the canal. I have to swim, you know, get get myself out next next round, so to speak. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that sounds good. So uh, that's an eight o'clock, not a four o'clock. Right. So I think that I'm, I'm making one for the punch throats. Um, oh, gotcha. So yeah. I, I think that four o'clock should probably stick on your sheet so that we don't lose it. No, uh, you can do that. You hit sprig uh, with with that, and then there's a splash as uh, as uh, Milos pulls. What uh? Well, it's look, it's Iskra's fault because I was lined up and she like puts her arm back to throw and it threw me off a little bit, you know. Yeah. But I'm such a good shot. I still landed the shot, but you know. Yeah, unlike Cliff, who just threw himself in the canal <laughs> with a wide, wide shot anyway. Uh, so Iskra, throw your smoke bomb. Uh, that's a three, a six, and a four. A six. Okay. So yeah, uh, you've got uh, y'all have the advantage now. You land that smoke bomb right where you wanted, and the dock is filling up with that acrid smoke. All right. Um, there's a lot of coughing. Um, the porters are like dropping their stuff and running back inside, trying to get out of it. And uh, like with that six, I must say that the punch throats are pretty well distracted, and y'all can approach with uh, with ease. Okay, we approach. Okay. What uh, what are you doing, Gully? Well, if we've got uh, the main guy sort of in, uh, like stunned, I guess, and the cover, let's uh, incapacitate some of the other people. Let's if we've got I got some rope, I can pull out and start. I think Jeremy's trying to tell us that we don't need to do anything else to the people. Are there okay. still people on the boat that we can see? Yeah, I mean, there's still guys there, and the uh, smoke grenade is going to help y'all get to the boat without, you know, the punch throats, like, raising the alarm or fighting back or anything. But then once y'all get to the dock, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with again. What if we use this clusterfuck we've got here as a diversion to get some of those people off the boat and okay. make a bigger scene? Do it. Well, so hmm, you got a smoke grenade. I wonder if we have a regular grenade. Yep. Hmm, let's see. Oh, what uh, what load are y'all going at? Heavy load? I would say heavy. We know what we're going into. Yeah, heavy sounds fine. Yeah, I would imagine if y'all were going into this thing, you'd probably be loaded the bears. So, so you're gonna pass a uh, goalie a grenade from your bandolier. Be, be a pretty good thing if we had some grenades right about now. Yeah. So we're we're right now we're in this. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, let's create a distraction then. So let's take a grenade. I'm going to pull out the pen and chunk it in right. a, a you know, corner away from us. Let's I'm see. So toss in out. that. That's a hunt, right? Attack with precision shooting from distance. Well, I uh, guess I a grenade's precision not really, really precision. So <laughs> you could I've done it. wreck before. I'm yeah. not really hunting, really. I'm more... Let's see, what's a good one? I mean, I wrecked their whole day with a grenade, so... Yeah, I'm not really... Yeah, wreck is probably close to what I'm doing. I want to cause a big cluster. Yeah. 
Uh, apply. We got. I scroll over, and the first thing I see is applied sabotage. Yep. <laughs> Create distractions yep. and chaos. Okay, yep. wreck. That's definitely <laughs> exactly what I want to do. All right. So, is it risky? Is it risky? It's risky. Yeah, yeah y'all are risky from your uh, your setups. Okay. Nice. Ooh, one of the one <laughs> again. <laughs> Twice. This is the oh, both no. times. This both is... times I've used a grenade or some sort of explosive. This has happened. You are just classic not... cliff claw right here. Shouldn't have had had you channel him earlier. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <sighs> so it's okay if you lose some fingers. I can put them back. So whenever someone rolls a one and a one with a grenade, uh. <laughs> It definitely didn't go where you intended it to go. Where did it go instead? And why so is I it chunk bad it. for you? So I chunk it, but I hit the, the angle wrong. Or, you know, it's maybe kind of dark in here, and it hits one of the rafters and bounces at an angle that I didn't expect. That angle and being? We'll say we'll say that it, it actually aims toward the, uh, the entrance, the door. So, like, the entryway is going to get fucked up. Into the nest itself? That entryway, are we? Like, we are. We are currently like outside, right? Looking at right. Yeah. So you're on a little dock that's underneath the nest. Uh, like there's there were a, porters going there's, in and out. There's of the a door. doorway that goes in and out of there. That's where they've been loading and unloading stuff. You've got your boat on one side of the dock, and on the other side of the dock is the boat that y'all have come to take. It goes in the door of the nest. Okay, and why is that bad for you? Not because because a one isn't just like. You know, it's fucking loud. We just set off a grenade in the building. It's gonna shake the building. People are gonna notice that. Okay, so I'll set a yeah. So uh, the alarm has been raised, and there's gonna be uh, it's no longer a quiet affair. There's Fuck. gonna be people coming before long. So time is now of the essence. Uh, what are you doing, Virgil? What kind of materials are people like standing on? Um, uh, this on? is a old rickety wooden dock. It's been splashed a little bit with the water, but it's pretty well out of it. There are some crates and like rope and stuff around, but there's not a lot of metal surfaces down here if that's what you're looking for. Okay. I'd like to use Tempest to summon uh, <laughs> snow, like chilling frost and snow uh, to make the surfaces up there like unwalkable, like where I see the, the guards and stuff. Okay. All right. Well, All right, so I push myself, so I take two stress. Yeah, two stress to push yourself. Risky. Uh-huh. Standard. I get the benefit of pushing myself, which is a bonus die. And I roll two fives, a four, and a one. All right, so with a five, you are uh, you get what you want, um, but the mixed success is that it's hitting your boat, it's hitting the other boat. Like, like, you get this chilling wind down here, but it's hitting the whole canal, basically. It was a little bit stronger than you were expecting, so... I think that it should also have a psychological effect on on these people to freak them out, so... Don't you think? Don't you think so, Jeremy? What do you mean? I mean, wouldn't you be freaked out if suddenly there's snow and you're slipping and falling and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll go for that. You're right, it should. So let me change this a little bit. I mean, we all know sailors are yep. classically very superstitious. So, But this is also the punch throats that you're uh, doing all this to, too. So they're yeah. like... <laughs> Even where, more where superstitious. Have seen, uh, where have we seen weird weather before? I've never summoned snow before. You're right, you haven't. Don't look at me. 
Kevin, what's uh, Milos doing down there in the now very cold water of the canal? Yeah, right. Uh, I was trying to <laughs> swim for swim for for sure. Swim for the you know the dock. Um, I think that you might be in a desperate position because the water is so cold now. Now, I, I don't think the water would get that cold. That's true. Water's not that cold instantly. Yeah. It has enormous thermal Yeah, but mass you're already. both in... Are, are you swimming under the water, or are you swimming on top of the water? Jeremy. How do you... <laughs> this doesn't... That doesn't matter. It only affects your face. I don't have gills. <laughs> Yet. Right, desperate or risky? What do you think? Uh, if, if everyone thinks I'm wrong for saying desperate, then we'll go with risky. I mean, Kevin loves rolling desperate, so... What, what do, do you, you th- what do you think, Kevin? Should this be a desperate roll with all of this weird stuff going on, or do you want to keep it risky? I mean, I'll t- I'll take the check. I'll make it desperate. Yeah, and I'll. Uh, well, I can always I can always armor if I have to, if I, if this is goes poorly. So, yeah, nice. a six, a six, a five, and a one. Uh, so you were uh you were trying to swim for the dock, right, or the boat? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, you make it to the uh, dock, you're slightly cold, but this is nothing uh, nothing compared to the time you had to stay in a sniper's uh, nest in a Skovland snowstorm back in the war. Yeah, so, Iskra, what, what are you up to now? Well, I kind of don't want to kill them much. So, to set the scene, so we've got, uh, y'all have pulled up your boat, the uh, swamp part, uh, mm-hmm. to the dock. We've got uh, Milos has just pulled himself up onto the dock as well. Virgil is casting some sort of uh, of magic to make everything real cold. Goalie just threw a grenade into the tower itself, uh, where the porters had just run into. So yeah. those porters are probably dead. Thanks, Goalie. And uh, on the dock itself, there were a couple of punch throats uh, reeling from the smoke grenade that you had thrown before, but that's starting to clear and they're yeah. getting their feet. Uh, Sprig is like down, his ass is up in the air. Right. You know, there's electroplasm jizz all over his face. Do you want me to go to someone else and come back, or...? Uh, I'm trying to figure out some way I can incapacitate them without killing them. I'm really better at one than the other. Well, can't you, like, secrete Uh, standstill poison? Oh, right. Yes. Yes, I can. So, like, if you wanted to get in there and... I'm gonna get in there and push myself and just exhale real hard around them. And see if I can paralyze a couple of people. Okay. So, uh, pushing yourself, give yourself that stress. Mm-hmm. You get the extra die from pushing yourself okay. as well. Yeah, that sounds like a wreck to me. That's a four, a one, a three, and a six. There you go. There we go. I'm actually rolling well today. I should probably not point that out because I will curse myself. So, yeah, you... Uh, I just kind of breathe in their face and they're like, Oh, God, why does it smell like fish? And then they fall over. I hate to do this. No, you don't. But John did make it difficult for everyone. Why are you like this? It's true. And that last die that you rolled was the six. So we'll go with the four, which is a mixed success. Jeremy. It's still going to happen. But what do you think the mixed part of this is? I'm going to slip on the fucking ice and fall over and probably hurt myself. Okay. We'll take the level one harm bruised bum. Golly, what's going on? What is going on? So we, our ship is pulled up at this dock. There's ice everywhere. There's an explosion that happened with uh, like rubble falling down from the tower uh-huh. onto this. We have this other ship also at the dock that we need to take. No. Is, what? Yeah, the, 
the ship that y'all came to get is so here. There's only two ships. Yes, there's two ships. That's what I asked. So are we like close to this point or what? What's yeah, it's on. It's literally on the other side of this, like eight foot wide dot. Okay, and there are people on that boat. Well, I just ran over to that boat and paralyzed them. So technically, okay. yes, but they could be rolled off very easily. Just be careful uh, of the ice. Some of them are still active. Y'all haven't completely cleared that clock yet. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so uh, I need to back up Iskar. Iskar's a little person by herself, and obviously has a hard time standing up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shouldn't have had too many drinks before so we went out. So I'm gonna go up and I don't know. I'm gonna run up there and uh, uh, so she's got like you said two people right in front of her, right? That she that she like coughed on. Yeah, yeah. So two of those. There's one more punch throat still standing there. She she belched out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll run over to that guy and slug him in such a way that hopefully he tumbles off the uh, the gangplank and Wilhelm screams into the water. <laughs> So oh. let's wreck him. Actually, this is more of a sky rush, right? Yeah, I can see it either it's way. Risky. I have this two points. Uh, don't really matter. In fact, let's um, scream him uh, into a five and a two. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's enough to slug him and take him out. He goes tumbling into the water. Uh, what do you think the mixed part of that is? The uh, mixed part oh. is that. So yeah, no. The mixed part is that we'll just confirm the thing that got set up when you threw the grenade into the building. Uh, the reinforcements have arrived. Ah, oh, fuck. I think that makes the most sense. Uh, so yeah, uh, several of the, um, I don't think it's anyone that y'all would recognize specifically, uh, from the Cerulean Club, or Centralia Club, rather. Uh, but it's definitely got uh, some of the members of the Blue Flame here have come out to uh, see what's going on, and they see some ruffians trying to steal their ride. Well, I'm going to terrify these mofos with some ghosts. Here we go. Compel, I can attune to the ghost field, force nearby ghosts to appear and obey my command. I'm not supernaturally terrified by ghosts, but my allies may be. Yeah, so I'd... to the extent I can, I want to try and direct this at these initiates so maybe like uh like in um indiana jones would be like marion don't look this way keep your eyes shut (laughs) from raiders of the lost i got the joke i was being as (laughs) the uh it's this old movie oh my god the um yeah so these initiates definitely are not uh, immune to supernatural effects like this but Depending on what you roll, we'll see how successful you are at guiding the ghosts away from your friends. All right. So what's what's uh what's the effect here? Standard. Well, this will be great effect. So what's our position? It's still risky. Oh no! Two twos and a one. All right. So the ghosts happen for sure. Um, I think that right now they've just kind of like. So one thing okay. I forgot to mention, I do have one level one harm, so everything's less effect. Okay, so it's standard effect, but it is... And then, I mean, everyone's going to have to determine if they get terrified. And yeah, I mean, sees. like, this is definitely the ghosts show up for everyone with a roll like that. So risky, one, things go badly, you suffer harm, a complication occurs, you end up in a desperate position, you lose this opportunity. So I think that the problem... 
I mean, we could be that the ghosts don't show up. No, I think it's that the ghosts do show up. It's just that you don't have control over them. Uh, Because they are the ghosts of former blue mages. So, like, the camera, I think at this point, goes to that same room that Iskra was in not too long ago with the glass coffins. And it zooms in and you see that the desiccated bodies that are in there are wearing emblems of the circle of blue flame on them. Those ghosts arise and come to the aid of their uh, compatriots. Maybe it's just like two ghosts. Two ghosts of these former blue mages appear. We'll make this a I, six. I should have done ghost mind, like said I was doing ghost mind first, which is I'm aware of what supernatural entities are around me before <laughs> I compelled them to show up. But I'm reckless. Yeah. So these uh, these blue mages are from a long time ago. Actually, I think you might recognize a couple of them from like the dream vision that you and Iskra had together of the lighthouse. Mm. It's some of those people that Horde was with. But uh, oh, let me put the nameplate on there. So yeah, you have a bunch of the initiates and the blue mage ghosts. Everyone's supernari- supernaturally terrified. I'm not going to make the initiates immune to that. But they're not as terrified when they realize that the ghosts are on their side. So everyone except for John needs to make a uh, stress roll. Um, what is a stress let's, roll? Let's see. How, how does this work? I thought it was it's been a, a long time. Yeah, it's, it's been a long it's time. It's probably since. resolved. It's yeah, check. you're right. It's a resolve check. I'm going to argue that I get a bonus die because I've worked with Virgil for a long time at this point, And when he says, don't look, I know what he's going to fucking do. He also rolled a one. Yeah, we all didn't look, yeah. and then they appeared all around us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so that's still me- one stress. Yeah, so Milos loses three. Uh, Goli loses one, and Iskra loses one stress, or suffering that much stress, rather. I say lose one. All right. So yeah, Virgil does what Virgil does best to make the situation worse. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I fucked up. So I would like to make the situation better because <laughs> somebody has to. But can somebody get on the damn boat I'm and start driving away? on the boat right now. Okay. It is true. She is on the boat. I think Goalie is also on the boat, too. Okay. So. I will I will jump back on our boat, uh, and then I will use my... I have an ability I can push myself to do a supernatural... To do one of the following. To make a range attack at a distance, or unleash a barrage of rapid fire that suppresses the enemy. So I pull out two pistols... And I just start unleashing ectoplasmic bullets, you know, all over the place. So okay. I started blasting. Yeah. Uh, so those are going to have great effect on the ghosts, if that's who you're shooting at. I think he's just laying down, suppressing uh, fire. Uh, so the enemy. Every, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, suppressing them so they can't do anything. Are you yelling out suppressing fire? Nope. Suppressing fire. Suppressing fire. Okay. Milos, are you able to drive that boat? Anyone can drive that boat. It's just that they don't. They have, like, one less die or something. Well, there's two of you on that boat, so I figured two and two. Okay. But let's just get out of here. Yeah. Okay, so you're pushing yourself, so you take the two stress and... Oh, I know. And then roll that die. And get a bonus. What do you, what do you want me to roll? Um, I mean... I just do it. I just do one of the following. So it's make a ranged attack at extreme distance beyond what's normal for the weapon, or unleash a barrage of rapid fire to suppress the enemy. You so you still, still have, have to, to make, make the, the roll attack. for it. To see how well it, this ability... Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. 
Like that's how. I mean, that's we, how mine's written. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess that's how we have been using yours. Are we desperate still? We just became desperate. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah this is definitely desperate now. You're cold. It's freezing. You're wet. And now two, you're five, four, by four. Doors. All right. Uh, so a five on a desperate. That is, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. Um, I think it's you have reduced effect. So the great effect of the uh, bullets, because it's suppressing fire, you're not really like aiming very well. Uh, So like these guys are going to get suppressed. I must suppress both of them. But it's just not going to be as effective as it could have been. He's suppressing the ghosts? Well, he's using electroplastic ammunition. Right. Um, And that gives Virgil an idea if... Well, we just leave. Next, the next act, you see somebody <laughs> driving the d- fucking boat. If your idea is not drive the boat, I don't want to hear it. So, what what's your action, Iskra? Uh, I think Iskra's gonna pull out her bandolier of poisons and I'm... and use the poisons to drive the boat. Is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> that's that's what you need to be saying right now. No, I'm I am I'm gonna go get the boat in order. I'm gonna shriek at Gully. Do you know how to drive uh, a boat that's not also a living creature? Wait, yes. we drove we drove this boat for like I'm two an days. Artificer, Jeremy, how dare you? I know how everything works. Where are the spines? Uh, we've all driven this boat multiple times. We know how how boats work. I'm gonna shriek at Gully to help me. I'm gonna shriek at Virgil and Milos to get the fuck out. We're leaving. Goodbye. All right. Let's see. Let's see that starting the boat. That crank that boat. Crank that. Boat. Crank the boat. Now is that gonna be a wreck or a finesse? What kind it's, of? It's a finesse. What kind of I'm engines hand- on? I'm handling a vehicle. Handling a vehicle is finesse. Am I yes. risky or desperate? This is still desperate because uh, you've got ghosts and initiates swarming down this not considerably very long dock to. Uh, try to stop y'all from getting the boat. Uh, I think I am going to push myself to give myself a bonus die. A lot of stress and not a lot of time. Uh, That's a five, a six, a four, and a five. There we go. A six. You do it. There you go. So yeah, you're able to get that boat away. Uh, Goli, you were helping her, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I didn't need to push myself. So, uh, Virgil and Milos on the other boat, what are y'all doing? Getting out of here. Yeah, I, I'm very bad at uh, piloting boat. If you want to pilot boat, I can uh, continue. I can suppress. Uh, just give me. Just help me pilot the boat. Take some stress and help me pilot the boat. Okay, I take a stress to help you drive the boat. All right, this is still a desperate action. Yeah. Two five five. Two five five. All right, so you so do I'm, it. I'm going to assume that we we take some shots into our boat and yeah. Yeah, there's it's not too there's a consequence. It. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. So Virgil opened himself to this consequence too. Um, so I'm I'm not going to say y'all don't get away because you do get away. And I'm not going to say that you got boarded. I think that y'all get away. Yeah, things are free. My boat has been injured. Yeah, are we injuring some part or are you doing something nope. else? Something else is going to happen. Oh, boy. No. Oh, no. He's smiling. <laughs> is Way to go, Virgil. <laughs> is, there, is there a supernatural entity on the boat with us? Uh, Nope. All right. We were recognized, weren't we? Not by humans. No. Uh, no but I do goes. believe that uh, you both can uh, uh, put on your sheets that you have been haunted by the ghosts of Blue Mage's past. Okay. 
Alrighty. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see where this goes next time. But let's do end of session. So uh, you addressed a challenge with stealth or evasion. Uh, I don't think I did, to be honest. Uh, express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Uh, I rolled double ones again with a grenade, so that's my background. Uh, yep. <laughs> so what I do is fuck it up in the wrong way. And struggle with the issues of your vice or traumas. Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, and then Virgil. Didn't roll any desperate actions. Um, address a challenge with knowledge or arcane power uh, twice. It doesn't say successfully. All it yeah. does to say is addressed. Then. Addressed, yeah. Express my beliefs, drives, sure. heritage, or background. Not really. Struggle with issues from my advice or trauma during the session. I said it. So, yes. So, that's three for me. There you go. All right. Milos. I uh, just several challenges of tracking and violence. Yeah. I did. Uh, I fell into the cold water, which is much like being in a cold sniper's nest. Sure. <laughs> which Jeremy gave you that. that I'll, I'll, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> So I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna take scout. What scout do for you? You gather in for the locate target. Get plus one effect when you hide and camouflage. You gain plus one to, to avoid detection. It's either that or survivor, which is plus one stress box. That's also nice. Yeah, probably grab grab scout because gathering info seems like we do it a lot. So Iskra. Uh, I already marked my desperate action. Uh, addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. I did that at least twice. Yeah. Um, express my belief strides heard or background. I chose deliberately not to kill these guys because they're they're my punch throats. And you also talked a lot about um, gills. I did so. talk a lot about and struggle with issues from vice or trauma. Um, I don't think so. Okay. All right, and for the improvisions. But that does put me out. Oh, it does? So what you going to do then? I don't know. Man, you've almost got... You only have one that's not from an Iron Playbook, so... I'll take that one. All right, so you're taking Fortitude, which... Uh, fortitude, you may expend your special armor to resist a consequence of fatigue, weakness, or chemical effects, or to push yourself when working with technical skill or hand chemicals. So there you go. That would actually have been... Yeah. You can push yourself without having to use stress. And the improvisions. Uh, we haven't really finished... Well, this wasn't struggling new clients or contraband sources. Uh, but we did contend with the challenge of our station. Yeah. Uh, what what do we say their rank? We said their rank was pretty good, so I'm gonna write that. Twice. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, it's one more. So. We will boost our crew probably next time. We haven't delivered. Yeah. Uh, but we did. You know, we stressed the goals and the drives and bad grenade throwing skills with the crew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There we go, guys. I need to complain more about my curse so that I can actually roll well. <laughs> there you go.